Good day, my friends. Welcome to Worship at Carmen United Church for April 19th, 2020. I am the Reverend Nick Phillips, pastor here at this church, and I'm so glad that you are able to join us today. We continue to worship virtually for the time being as we wait on advice from the province and authorities as to when we can reopen our doors. Certainly, I would say another month is not out of the question, probably longer. And I think we can expect the same for some time to come. It certainly has been a long time thus far. We've been in self-isolation for a month now, roughly. And personally, I've only left the house over that month to, for food or to come here in our beautiful sanctuary and record worship. Thankfully, we, have, we do live in a time when we can remain connected, even when we are apart. For church, we have these videos that I'm recording. We have interaction through Zoom through the week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, We're sharing together by phone. We're commenting on one another's things on Facebook or other social media. So we are still somewhat connected, but it's not the same, I know. Uh, We can video chat with friends and family. It's great. To this point, it has been mostly just an inconvenience for many of us, and I pray that it continues to be just that and doesn't become anything more serious. Because we're staying home, because we're being good citizens, COVID-19 has not impacted our province greatly, and that is great news, but it means that we must continue, that we will continue to self-isolate and be good citizens, listening to our government and the health authority. And, you know, because of our good behavior, because we're staying home and self-isolating so much, Uh, The numbers in Nova Scotia are much lower than they certainly could be, as we've seen in other parts of the world. So thank you for uh, having your part to play in this important work. Now, this doesn't mean that things are not hard. They most certainly are. And I want to continue to offer myself as a friendly ear. If you need someone to talk to, please do not hesitate to give me a call if, if you need someone to talk to. Now, realistically, as the weather starts to improve and we start to see signs of spring around us, it's going to be harder to resist that urge to leave our homes. But we must continue to do so, to flatten that curve. Normally at this time of year, we're starting to talk about our strawberry tea, and over the next few weeks, we really begin to work on that. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen? This is our major fundraiser of the year. But more than that, it is a time of great fellowship together. We have fun doing it. Over the winter, I started to plan my vacation for this year, and I was excited to see that it looked like we would be able to be here for the strawberry tea this summer, as we've missed it the last couple of years, and we really have missed being part of it. But who knows what's going to happen? All this, you know, we're coming off our spring, our Easter celebrations, and into the spring season where weather gets warmer, we're using less oil at the church, The bills slowly start to drop off a little bit. This is the time of year when we try to build up our bank account uh, before we get into those lean summer months where our givings are typically way down. So I want to take a moment just to remind you that you can support your church family in a number of ways. Here at Carmen, you can drop off your envelopes with Joyce or at the manse, and we will make sure they get deposited. You can donate by e-transfer. Uh, We have an email address set up specifically for that that will automatically go into our account. You can also donate online through our website, 
that uses an organization called Canada Helps. That is another way in which you can continue to support the church. Just keep in mind that for Canada Helps, there is a 3.5% service fee. Not a lot, but it does take a couple dollars off. Uh, it is my hope that you will continue to support your church, whether it be Carmen or whatever church you belong to, as we journey through these days together. Your generous support is very, very much appreciated. So thank you. But enough of the business side of things. Let's move into worship. Let us just take a moment to silence our hearts as we prepare to worship our God. Would you join me in prayer? Let us pray. Lord, we gather today in your presence. Even though we are physically apart, we are together with you. Be with each one of us this day, reminding us of your great love for us as we continue through this Easter season, a season of hope, a season of rejoicing, a season of renewed strength, strength only you can give. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's scripture reading comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Let us join together in listening for God's word this day. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commandments in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline, and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves, as a father the son he delights in. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord God, we come before you this day ever mindful of your presence that is with us, even when we are apart. May you bless that which we hear from you this day. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, you who are our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. Amen. Did you know that Easter is not over yet? Easter is a season of the church that extends from Easter Sunday through to Pentecost Sunday, which this year will be May 31st. Pentecost happens 50 days after Easter Sunday, including Easter Sunday. Now, in reality, every Sunday where we worship is a celebration of Easter because every Sunday we celebrate God's gift to the world, that is, Jesus Christ, his Son, and this is God's gift. Jesus is God's gift because of the fact that he walked out of the grave. He defeated sin and death for us. Now, because these Sundays are many celebrations of Easter, that is why the season of Lent, which is 40 days long, is actually longer than 40 days. Did you notice this? From Ash Wednesday through to Easter Sunday, it is actually more than 40 days. Now, we 
the Sundays don't count because they are celebrations of Easter. That is why we've extended the season of Lent by a number of days. So in talking with a number of you in light of last week being Easter, a number of you, they, you had okay Easter's. It certainly was not a normal Easter weekend, that's for sure. Those I talked to, you pretty much all stayed home, and those who didn't stay home, uh, you would went and did your social distancing visits, the car at the end of the driveway waving and yelling in from the end of the road. So we've had those kinds of experiences. It is different, most definitely. Some of you used technology to fill that gap as you talked to your loved ones. I even heard of families sharing Easter dinner together virtually by using uh, FaceTime or Skype or Zoom or something else so that you could sit together and see one another while you shared in the meal. You did what you could. And while not the same, those I've talked to, and I think I could say probably for most of us, we are grateful for what we do have. And we know that when we get through this and and finally come together, we know that it will be a great celebration indeed. Now, we don't know what things are going to look like over the next month, or we don't know what this summer is going to look like. It's just too hard to predict right now. But I'm fairly confident that this will not be a normal summer for us. As I think back to the start of 2020, it's interesting I have a friend who picks kind of a key verse of Scripture that is his theme for the year. And he's been doing this for a number of years. He memorizes it, he studies it, he meditates on it, and he keeps it written in his notebook that he carries with him wherever he goes. So in light of hearing him share his experience with with a key Scripture verse every year, I thought I would try it out for 2020 myself to see what it's like. I would pick a theme verse. Now, the process I used to choose this theme is, first, I had to decide maybe what the general theme might be. So I thought about it, I prayed about it, I asked God about it, what my theme for 2020 should be. And the word that came back to me was trust. So I, I, I read some more scripture, and I'm writing themes of trust, I prayed more about it, And I wasn't quite sure exactly what scripture reading I would pick at that point. So I decided I need to go a little bit deeper into parts of the Bible um, that weren't coming to me right away. And so I I went to Google, and I Googled trust in God verses kind of thing. And up came Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, which is part of what I read a moment ago. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways, submit, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. I even created a little graphic. And if I do this right, it'll pop up for you now. Is a, I use it on social media, and I put it in kind of my backgrounds here and there, just to remind me that this is my focal verse for the year. Now, when I chose trust and chose this verse, little did I know what 2020 would hold for me, would hold for our church or the world. Little did I know at that time that for January, the first three services of 2020 for this church would all be canceled because of snowstorms. Little did I know that over the next eight Sundays, we would cancel three more, uh, three more services, not canceled, but altered in such a way that we had very low attendance because of snowstorms or weather of some sort. 
Now, we didn't cancel the services, but poor weather certainly did impact our attendance and, as a result, of course, our givings. Little did I know that I would come back from a week in Halifax in early March to a situation that would keep us from worshiping in this church together or going out to parks or driving around the Cabot Trail or going to the restaurant as a family or even visiting our family or visiting with you, with one another. This is the same situation that is keeping me right now from being in Toronto where I was scheduled to be this very week this very weekend for a retreat and then to meet with my friends for an annual clergy conference that I've been a part of, well, for 10 years now. Little did I know that the world would be drastically different from what we were experiencing on January 1st. Little did we know. As I look back now as to how God led me to choose my theme for 2020, how appropriate it is that it's trust. And trust would be something that I would really need to be doing in these uncertain times. Now, in the mornings, uh, my typical routine was to uh, make the children's lunches to help them get out the door a few minutes earlier. But now that I'm not doing that, I'm using that time to pray more, to read the Bible more, to journal my prayer conversations with God more, seeking God's wisdom and and God's guidance more, probably more than I have in my life, certainly more than I have in recent memory, that's for sure. And as a result of all of this, I'm learning to trust more. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. We have an opportunity in this pandemic to trust more, to trust our scientists and our health care professionals, to trust our governments, which honestly is really hard for me to do on the best of days. But even more importantly, and it can also be a very difficult thing to do, to trust God even more. We have our own view of this world. We have our own interpretations, our own biases. We all have that particular lens that we all look through. That's how we see things. But now I think we're starting to realize that our lenses maybe weren't perfectly crafted. They're they're not quite the perfect prescription for us. Things were a bit off, maybe not as clear as they could be, but we couldn't recognize it. Things were slightly distorted, but not so much that we would realize there is a problem. And now that the world has shifted, it feels like in some ways we're seeing things just a little more clearly. What I mean by this is that we're starting to see the truly important things in life. We're seeing the value of the things around us in a new way. We appreciate the things that we once took for granted, we appreciate them more. You know, healthcare, grocery stores, time with family and friends, even church, and yes, even God. Heading in, uh, the heading used for those first 12 verses that are read from Proverbs 3 is wisdom bestows well-being. The chapter begins with God inviting us to not forget his teaching but to keep his commandments in our hearts. Why? 
so that they may prolong our lives for many years and bring us peace and prosperity. When we turn to John chapter 10, we read these words from Jesus. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Now, God doesn't want us all to be millionaires, but he does want us to be blessed. God wants us to have his abundant life, the life he desires for us, not the life that the world tells us we need to have with big houses and fancy cars. God's abundant life is a life full of joy, full of love, full of peace that only God can give. I don't know about you, but, but, but for me, this pandemic is causing me to rethink things. Do you agree? It's a causing us to reevaluate our lives in light of what the world has been teaching us for what, the last 7,500 years? Which is, generally, if we work hard enough, if we spend enough, if we buy enough, if we save enough, which means we need to work more, we will be fulfilled and happy. But what has the last 30 days taught us? We're now isolated at home. We're surrounded by the things that all of this hard work is meant to bring us. And are we happy? Well, maybe not. You would think that what the world tells us, we buy all these things to make our lives happier. Now to be spending 24 hours a day at home, we should be the happiest we've ever been. But it's not the case, is it? We miss our family, we we miss our friends, we miss church, we miss our relationships. So, really, what is more important? Let's turn to Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, starting at verse 38. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha, Martha, opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to Jesus and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, Jesus answers, You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. It seems like we've spent our lives being Martha's. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Martha's work is important, but she let this work distract her from an opportunity that is even more important. That is, building a relationship. Mary recognized this opportunity and she took full opportunity of it. She sat at the feet of Jesus, letting him teach her what is really important and what is most important in life. And because Martha was so busy with the preparations, she was missing out. I think what we're now realizing is we've been missing out on things. And we were starting to realize what those things are we are missing out on. 
And these are the things that we miss out when we get our focus so much on keeping ourselves busy, doing all the things that we, need, that we think we need to be doing. Yes, it does suck that we are at home. It definitely sucks that we can't go visit our families. It sucks we can't come to church. It sucks that we can't do the many, many things that we feel are important to do. But might this not be an opportunity? Might this be a chance to sit with God and reflect on what is truly important in our lives? Might this be a chance to let God speak into our hearts and let him reveal his plans for us instead of our own? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all ways, submit yourself to him and he will make your path straight. My friends, God is the one we can trust more than anyone else. He knows what is best. He knows the struggles we face. He knows the way out of these struggles. When we trust in God, he makes our paths straight. So please, let him speak to you today. Let Jesus into your heart so you may receive the blessing of God. God, our Heavenly Father, who wants to share in your life and share his great love with you. In these days of isolation, in these days of doing things differently, these days of waiting, these days of reflecting, let's take the time to spend it with God, our God who is taking time for us. Amen. Let's now join together in a time of prayer. Would you please pray with me? Lord, we gather our hearts today in this time of prayer. We come giving thanks for the gift of sharing and time together as we worship you. We give thanks for the signs of spring popping up around our homes. We give thanks for warm homes and food on our table. For all of these and so much more, we do indeed give you thanks. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, in this time of pandemic, we pray for those who are risking themselves for us. We pray for our health care system. We pray for our food supply, grocery stores and truckers, farmers and their employees as well. May you protect them all from this disease. May you keep them healthy. May you bless them as they seek to keep these important systems working for us. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for our families and friends, faces which are great to see on screens, but we long to see them up close and in person. We long to embrace them. We pray that you will watch over them and their loved ones during this time. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for the sick. We pray for their healing, O God. May you take this virus and stop it today. We ask in Jesus' name that you would bring healing to this world. We pray that on this day, death would be no more. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for ourselves. We pray, O oh God, that you will create in us a desire to use this extended time in our homes to grow in our relationship with you, that we will turn to you in prayer, that we will pick up our Bibles, that we will learn to trust in your word as we reorder our lives to the new reality of living in this world today. May you speak all of this into our hearts as we seek to bring glory to your name in all that we do. We pray to the Lord, 
Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, we turn all these prayers to you for ourselves, our loved ones, our church, our country, and this entire world. We take all of these prayers and offer them to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the one who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. My friends, I pray that you have been blessed today by the presence of God in your home. I pray that you know the presence of our risen Savior in your life, and that he may bring you peace and life, comfort and wholeness. All of these things only he can bring. So go forth this day in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God in each and every one of us, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to Be Still and Know, a ministry of Carmen United Church in Sydney Mines. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, www.carmenunited.ca. May God bless you this day.